The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coverage of Dallin Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Instruction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Tamiya and Sons. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic basketball on Iowa Catholic Radio. 11.50 a.m., 88.5 f.m., 94.5 f.m., streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. And good afternoon and welcome to Wells Fargo Arena here in downtown Des Moines as we get set for the boys' state basketball tournament. And this will be the final game in Class 4A as game just got over moments ago. It was uh, Ankeny, the Hawks, defeating third-seeded Iowa City West 68-54 in a mild upset in Class 4A. So now we have three from the Des Moines area in the final four in Class 4A. Mark Amadale joined by Mike Swain. And Swamer, good afternoon. And, yeah, my voice is back. So are you. And we'll put you on that second chair right now. And I appreciate you being here, buddy. I like the second chair a lot better than that first chair. So good to be here, Mark. And, uh, you know, let's hope that you just mentioned three teams have already made it to the semis in 4A from from the CIML conference. Let's hope we've got a fourth here this afternoon with Dowling. Uh, maybe trying to be able to get a victory against Cedar Falls. Absolutely. Well, last night it was Waukee and Ankeny Centennial advancing out of the CIML. And uh, this afternoon, this morning, and right now we're at the noon hour, uh, was Ankeny. So both Ankeny teams in the Final Four, and it, the last game has Dowling's game. It's Dowling and Cedar Falls, two teams that haven't played that God knows how long. And uh, this is the first time they've matched up. But Cedar Falls, the two-time defending champion in Class 4A, uh, they have one starter back from last year. He was the All-Mississippi Valley Player of the Year, and that's Josh Allendike, their outstanding guard for Cedar Falls. But Dowling coming in, playing tremendous defense in the sub-states. No question about it, Mark. And you mentioned Cedar Falls. They they only have one starter back from that team, mm-hmm. but uh, Chase Corbett is a, a high-level D1 uh, recruit. Right now he's got an offer from UNI, so uh, he's 6'9". That's going to be an interesting matchup between he and Ryan Riggs in the post. And then, of course, you mentioned uh, Josh Allendike, uh, you know, averaging around 11 points a game so uh, that's going to be a great matchup but Dowling has been uh, they've been winning games with their defense all year and they've been winning games when they can get the ball inside uh, control the boards and then score in transition and if that formula holds true today I think we're going to have a great matchup on our hands I think Dowling will be able to give Cedar Falls all they want all right, well, I, earlier I caught up with Dowling head boys basketball coach Michael Connor, and believe it or not, the first time ever Dowling has came back to back to back the state tournament uh, in, in consecutive years. All the Dowling teams, you go way back to when it all started, the championship years, they've never been back to back. This is the first time, and uh, Michael Connor now leading the Dowling team for the fifth time here at the state tournament, passing John Labonia, who. Uh, uh, took Dowling four times. But earlier I caught up with uh, Coach Michael Connor, and here's uh, some of that bro- here's some of that uh, tape that I broadcast. Joined by Michael Connor, the Dowling boys head basketball coach here on the pregame show. And Coach O'Connor, uh, congratulations on state tournament birth. First time back-to-back for Dowling in its history. And what a win at Council Bluffs last Tuesday. That was just tremendous. And uh, good to talk to you today. Thanks, Hamill. Good to be here. Um, Thanks for the well wishes and the congratulations. It was a great win last Tuesday. Kids did a fantastic job. Um, really coming out and setting the tone early with their defense and their rebounding, and that kind of carried us through the game. Uh, yeah, back-to-back appearances, that's a really cool thing, something that we're awfully excited about and awfully proud of, to be honest with you. 
with as much success and tradition that there is here at Dowling, um, to be the first team that's gone back-to-back is a pretty cool thing. And I think it's a testament, really, to the type of teams and coaches around here and just how tough it is to get to the state tournament every year. Well, Coach, this is the fifth time you're leading the team to state. Six Dowling's uh, been to state, and you mentioned the, the back-to-back, but, you know, you go back to that game Tuesday night, you hold a, a once-beaten Council Bluffs Lincoln team with just 24% shooting, just eight field goals. They shot 13% from three-point range, and you out-rebound them. That was just a t- defense, t- defensive lockdown game. I wish I could say that on Tuesday night because my voice went, <laughs> but it certainly was quite a performance on the defensive end by your team, and then offensively find a way to get the ball in the hole. Yeah, we we really hang our hat on our defense and our rebounding, uh, specifically this year with the bodies we have, the athletes we have, um, and that was the case again on Tuesday night. Uh, the one thing that I thought really came through on Tuesday was the strength of the schedule that we played throughout the course of the year. Um, we were prepared for games like that because of playing Ankeny twice, playing Centennial twice, playing Waukee, playing Valley, playing Hempstead, playing City West. Um that really aided us that night. We had been through tough spots. We'd been in tough spots. We'd been in diverse situations. And uh, I really thought our schedule played a role in that. And likewise, I think it probably played a role for Seaball too, because um, I'm not sure they had played the level of competition that we had played leading up to that. And um, You know, it's hard when you lose six or seven games during the year, but it paid off Tuesday night because that competition really uh, toughened us up throughout the course of the year. And coach, and for whatever reason, you guys play very well on the road. I mean, you've had a great road record, better than home. And I know you want to you like to flip that, but that's the the obvious thing that's, that you look back at statistically and scores. You won more road games and neutral court games uh, than at home, and that also paved the way for your trip to Council Bluffs on Tuesday. And uh, your team just looked comfortable out there, and they were the aggressor. Yeah, we certainly weren't weren't uh, intimidated by the stage at all. Um, I think there's something to be said about going on the road and feeling like people are against you. Now, I know that's probably a little extreme at the high school level, but you do feel it some places, and you certainly felt the Tuesday. I mean, there was a significant um, spectator advantage for Council Bluffs, and I think our kids relished in that, and that's what that's what competitors want. And uh, We're looking forward to the next three days down at Wells Fargo because we think it'll be something similar, although we know our fans will, will come to the state tournament. Um, but there'll be great crowds down there, um, and there'll be plenty of people rooting against the Maroons, and I think our kids are, are looking forward to that. Well, Coach, you take on second seed Cedar Falls, the two-time defending champs. What a draw you got in the first round. But it's a draw that you're, you're prepared all season for. And I know it's, it's you know you win in advance, and you got to play three games. That's the goal, to play three, and hopefully it's in the championship game, not the consolation final. But it starts this afternoon with uh, Cedar Falls, and they're the two-time defending champs. They have a, a lot of names we recognized in the football game a few years ago, but also uh, they got some teams, they got some kids that uh, want to play basketball. So talk about the matchup this afternoon with Cedar Falls. Uh, it's, a, it's a big matchup. Um, this, this field in 4A is really, really deep and balanced. I'm not sure there's a matchup that any team feels like they can look at and say, oh, that's a significant advantage towards us. There's just so much parity in 4A basketball. There's probably... 12, 13, 14 teams that would have a legit case to be down there and, and, and to have a chance to win a game, too. So we're, we feel very fortunate to be there. We didn't care who we played. Um, Cedar Falls off the good team, like you said, two-time defending state champion. They know how to win. They've done a lot of winning the last three years, and a lot of these kids, um, some played last year, but they all were a part of it in some capacity. So we've got our work cut out for us. Um, they provo- provide 
significant challenges in terms of the amount of sets we're going to see offensively and how hard they compete defensively and the different wrinkles they throw at you defensively. So we've got our work cut out for us. Coach, it seems like every night it's somebody different stepping up. And I know you, you rely on your, your five seniors. Those guys have set the stage. Some of them start, some of them don't start. But these are guys that you hang your hat on, you trust, and they prepare yourself in practice, and then you go to game day. But uh, the rest of the team, playing well. You've got to get off to a great start, as you have in these first two sub-state games against Lewis Central and against Council Bluffs AL, uh, getting off to a great start. On the big stage tomorrow, or rather today, uh, this afternoon, that, that is so important. It's huge, and if you go back over the course of the 23 games we played, when we get off to a good start, uh, we're probably close to 16-0. and 0. When we get off to a slow start, we're 0-7. So um, we've been a little bit of feast or famine early in games. So uh, it would be wise of us to get off to a good start tomorrow to keep that trend going, but if not, we'll have to, we'll have to break the trend. Well, Coach, I appreciate uh, you taking time to visit with us before today's game. Obviously, best of luck. We hope to talk to you on Thursday and Friday this week if everything works out. But, again, congratulations, and uh, uh, we look forward to the state tournament. Thanks. Looking forward to it, and we have our fingers crossed for three more pregame interviews. All right, comments from head coach Michael Connor and Dowling Catholic as the Maroons take on Cedar Falls here in the final game in Class 4A. If you joined us late, uh, Ankeny upended number three seed Iowa City West, 68-54. So the winner of uh, Dowling and Cedar Falls will take on the Ankeny Hawks on Thursday night. That's tomorrow night, 8-15 tip-off. And uh, last night, Waukee and Ankeny Centennial winners. Uh, Waukee defeated North Scott 58-50, while Ankeny Centennial, the number one seed, uh, down Davenport North 53-51. And those two teams will meet also uh, tomorrow at, uh, I believe, 6 o'clock or 6.30 here at Wells Fargo Arena. So Mike Swain is setting up for the all-CIML showdown. We haven't been able to see that possibility in Class 4A in many, many years. Football is one thing, but not in basketball. Yeah, football, Central Conference has, or the CIML has owned football for the state. But uh, basketball is a different story. It's typically you've got a lot of representation from the eastern side of the state and obviously Cedar Falls with two of the back-to-back defending state champs. So uh, Dallin's got their work cut out for them. And I think, you know, a couple things, keys that I, I think have to happen for Dowling today. They can't get into a three-point shooting contest with Cedar Falls. Mark, Cedar Falls has three guys who have, well, two of them have shot, made over 53 pointers on the year. Dowling's leading three-point shooter, Drew Daniel, has only made 42 on the year. So the amount of three-pointers that Cedar Falls makes uh, it dwarfs how many three-pointers Dowling does. And then I think Dowling's got to stay, keep their guys out of foul trouble. Ryan Riggs has got to be able to be in the game. Uh, Omaha Ballou has got to be able to be in the game and not sitting on the bench with Coach O'Connor. So foul trouble, I think, is going to be a real key. And then can Dowling get out in transition? Can they control the boards, get out in transition, and get some easy baskets so they don't have to rely on their half-court offense. And the physicality of this game, and Mike, you've seen it, the, the game's called a little bit tighter down here at Wells Fargo Arena. We saw in the game before us uh, between Iowa City West and Ankeny, uh, both teams had a lot of kids in, in foul trouble in the first half. Two players had three fouls, one for each team, and then several had two fouls each, so the fouls are tightening up down here because the officials are under the gun. They're, they 
the, the, the uh, evaluators in that want the game called as it should be. It doesn't happen a lot during the season sometimes, but it's going to be a little bit tighter call. Yeah, no question about that. And then the only other thing is, is that there have been teams that have come down here who historically are good three-point shooting teams and have struggled. Uh, we've, I've seen it all week uh, being down here broadcasting some of the games, and so that might bode well for, for Dowling facing a Cedar Falls team that likes to shoot the three. We'll have to keep our eye on that. All right, we'll take a break here on our pregame show. Again, we're uh, live from uh, Wells Fargo Arena, downtown Des Moines, the Boys State Basketball Tournament, alongside Mike Swaim. I'm Mark Amadale. David Beltram is our studio producer, and we'll take a break, and we'll come back and talk more during our pregame. It's Dowling and Cedar Falls Boys State Basketball Tournament here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, okay, sounds and good. pre- Thank and you. post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. And welcome back to Wells Fargo Arena here in downtown Des Moines. We had a smooth transition because it got awful quiet down here as the fans exiting the previous game between Ankeny and Iowa City West. They exit one way, the, the Dowling fans and the, uh, uh, obviously, Cedar Falls fans entering. And then the bands make the transition. So we had some quiet time there for a minute, Mr. Swain, but not anymore. It's going to get loud in here. And that Ankeny crowd, my Lord, they brought the whole town down here. It was loud, and those students were, uh, they were into that game. And how about Braxton Bayless, 41 points. He was a one-man wrecking crew down here uh, for the Ankeny Hawks. And I thought it was just coaches in the CIML that had trouble guarding him. I'm glad to see uh, Coach Bergman and the Iowa City West team have trouble guarding uh, Braxton. That was quite a performance, and (laughs) so far he's got the performance of the tournament, both he and Bowen Bourne. I get a chance to see Bowen Bourne tomorrow, but uh, uh, it's uh, there's a lot of talent down here. Well, there certainly is, and it's quite the atmosphere as it was last week. And, of course, uh, spring break begins for a lot of these schools on Friday. But, Mike, I want to go back to last Tuesday. Thank you for what you did bailing me out. My voice went. Uh, I knew something was up when we pulled into uh, Iowa Western Community College, and I said, my voice is crack-ass. You better be ready to go from chair one, from chair two to chair one. And you picked it up and did a great job. Matter of fact, Coach Wilson came by, and we'll have Coach Wilson, the Dowling Athletic Director, on at halftime. He says, I heard him say, welcome to the football broadcast next year. So what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean when he says stuff Trust like me, that? there's no contracts. right? I haven't signed anything. I will tell you, I, I owe the sponsors uh, and the radio station a little bit of an apology. There was some times where I just got out, and we, I didn't even identify the radio station that we were on. So that was a little rough, but uh, you did nah, it's, a, it's a tough job, Mark. I'm glad I'm sitting on this side today. Well, we'll try to keep you over there. Of course, you've got the uh, quick stats in front of you, the uh, live stats, they call it down here at Wells Fargo Arena. But Boys State Basketball Tournament, they're a little bit behind as uh, 
Ankeny upending number three seed Iowa City West 68 to 54. And congratulations to the Ankeny Hawks and Coach Carlson. They're in the semifinals, as is Waukee, and as is Ankeny Centennial. So two Ankeny teams, Waukee, can Dowling make the final four? Well, they're going to have to take on the two-time defending champ, Cedar Falls. And, you know, they've lost four starters from last year. I talked to their coach a little bit earlier. One player returns, but they've kind of picked up the pieces. Their only losses this year were the same team, West Waterloo, who got knocked out on a last-second basket by North Scott in the sub-state final. Yeah, they've had a great season. They're currently ranked fifth in the AP. And this is a team that, you know, you've just got this culture culture of winning. And yeah. when you have two back-to-back state tournament teams, even though some of these guys that we're going to see on the floor here didn't get a lot of time last year, uh, that, that leads over. And obviously what Coach uh, Schultz has done with this program is fantastic. And Dowling's got a big test ahead of themselves today. They certainly do. Let's recognize our sponsors, as we didn't get a lot of them in last Tuesday right. night. That was my fault. I, my voice is back, I hope, for four quarters. Not now, in fairness, Mark, there was only one three that Dowling hit. So when, when we only had the Tamiya and Sun three-pointer, I did get that one in. <laughs> that is true. We did we did take care of those guys down there, and that is Tamiya and Sons. Mario, Joe, Joe Jr., and Louie, thank you for all they do. 515 they sponsor all Dowling made three-pointers on the season. You can also order on tomeandsons.net. Lunchtime right now might be a place to stop by after the lunch hour, after the game. After the game. All right. Also, our thanks to Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates. Our thanks to Kemen, Mercy One, R&R Realty Group, uh, Gene Wells, and the folks at the Catholic Tuition Organization, and our good friends at Two Rivers Glass and Door. They have supported Dowling Catholic uh, basketball and football all season long, and we appreciate their support uh, going into the state tournament game. Again, the winners last night were Waukee and Ankeny Centennial. They'll meet tomorrow night in the around 6.30 for the, in the first semifinal in Class 4A. And the other semifinal, well, it'll be the Ankeny Hawks. They upended number three seed Iowa City West, 68-54 in the game that preceded ours. And right now, they're recognizing the fans of the year for both schools. Uh, Cedar Falls has their representative out there. And congratulations to Dallas representative. You see her when you come into the gym. Folks, From the, uh, if you come in through the uh, south doors there at Dowling, through the uh, south gym and the pool area, and that is Barb Feeney. Barb is the fan of the game for Dowling Catholic. She'll be recognized here in a moment by the folks from the Iowa High School Athletic Association. And those are the people that are behind the scenes that don't get much recognition. I know this. She lets me in. She could say, nope, turn around, go back. But she lets me in. And you know what? Somehow you got past security, too, this year. <laughs> Thanks to Barb. It's a thankless job, and it's great for Barb that uh, she's able to be uh, recognized today on the floor and get a, a game ball. So that, that's just a great honor for her. It certainly is. And ironically, uh, well, are they, yeah, they're all in black. Dowling has a, the team state tournament T-shirt made for the boys' basketball team. They're all in black. Well, Cedar Falls did the same thing. They're all in black. But <laughs> Dowling will be wearing the black uniforms today. Cedar Falls will be wearing the home white. So just a note on that. But uh, that ceremony going on right now. Let's take a look at our starting lineups for this afternoon's game. First of all, we will start with the uh, visitors, and that is Dowling Catholic. The Maroons are the sixth, or rather the seventh seed. They bring a record of 16 and seven to the boys' state tournament. This is Dowling's fifth state appearance under head coach Mike O'Connor, and this is the first time Dowling has been back to back 
uh, ever in the state tournament. And uh, congratulations to Coach O'Connor on that feat. The Maroons are making their 16th state appearance in boys basketball. They were state champs in 1957 and 1979. And they've won eight of their last nine games to get here. And a starting line for the Maroons. Uh, at one guard, Michael Keel, a 5'10 senior. He, he'll wear number three. The other guard is Matt Stillwell. Stillwell, a 6'2 senior, wearing number five. At one forward for the Maroons, Drew Daniel, a 6'6 senior. And he'll wear number 33. And the other forward is Omaha Ballou, a 6'7 freshman. And he'll wear number 41. At center for Dowling, Ryan Riggs. He and Matt Stillwell, the two leading scorers for Dowling. Riggs, averaging 12.5 points, leads a team with 30 blocks. And he will wear number 21. So it'll be Keel, Stillwell, Drew Daniel, Ballou, and uh, Riggs, the f- starting five for Dowling. The Maroons come in. Averaging 57.5 points on offense, they give up 46 points on defense. They tied for second in the CIML Central Conference with a 6-4 and four record. And, of course, head coach is Michael Connor in his 14th year, leading Dowling for the fifth time to the state tournament. Assistant coaches Nick Wagner and Jimmy Nahas, David Combs, and Pat Henkinius will man the Dowling bench. And the winner of this game will play on Thursday night, tomorrow night at 8-15 against Ankeny in the uh, second semifinal in Class 4A. Again, Dowling's won eight of their last nine Central 50-23 to 23 in the semifinals of boys' sub-state and then the sub-state final in Council Bluffs in a game you heard Mike Swain call for most of the time. <laughs> it was uh, Dowling beating 7th-ranked Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln by the score of 58-34 in what will go down as a memorable night in uh, broadcasting uh, feats as uh, your voice has graced the airways here in central Iowa. And I see your fans are up to no good. I just saw a couple of them text me and part of that nice uh, – Nice group text. Uh, these are your fans, your, your peeps. Uh, texting back, we don't have an extra seat down here. So uh, you got to have some credentials, and I don't think those guys can get a pass down here. Uh, probably not one of them might be able to. All right now for Cedar Falls, the uh, head coach is Ryan Schultz in his seventh year. And believe it or not, this is the second time they've been to the state tournament or third time they've been in the state tournament, and the first two times, they're state champions. How about that for a feat, Mike? That's a pretty good percentage right there. <laughs> Gosh, hard to believe Cedar Falls not in the state tournament all these years, but uh, there's uh, Coach Schultz, assisted by Chris Dying, uh, Paul Elser, John Yoakum, and Dan Scannell, and they'll start this lineup. At one guard, the returning starter from last year's state tournament, state championship team, Josh Olendike. Olendike, a 6'3 senior. Uh, leads the team with 51 made threes. He'll wear number two. The other guard is Ben Cernet, a 6'1 senior, wearing number 15. At one forward for the uh, Tigers of Cedar Falls is Trey Campbell, a 6'4 sophomore. Leads the team with 36 steals. He'll wear number four. And the other forward is Landon Wolf. Remember his brother Logan, tremendous basketball and football player, now at UNI for Cedar Falls. But Landon, 6'5 junior, one of the co-leading scorers, averaging 11.5 points. Second and three-point maids with 50. He'll wear number 11. And at center, the big guy you talked about, Mike Swain, for Cedar Falls, Chase Corbett. Corbett, a 6'9 junior, averaging 10 points, 6.5 rebounds, leads a team with 45 blocks, and he'll wear number 50. So, again, it's uh, Olin Dyke and Cernet, the guards, Campbell and Wolf, the forwards, and Chase Corbett, the center, as the... Tigers come in. This is uh, the average come in. 62 points on offense, give up just under 47 points on defense, and they've won 10 in a row. And their only loss this year were to their conference rival, West Waterloo, uh, losing 79 55 at home, and losing at 
West Waterloo 46-31, and they beat Linmar in the sub-state 63-40, and the sub-state final defeated Dubuque Hempstead 53-44 at the U.S. Cellular Center in Cedar Rapids. So that, my friend, is the tale of the tape. Uh, just looking at some of these shooting, center, uh, shooting percentages here for, like, Olandike. I mean, 41% on the year from three. Landon Wolf, 44% on the year from three. So, again, Dowling's going to have to do a great job of identifying shooters, especially in transition, and getting a hand up. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with the tip-off as both teams being introduced. Dowling in their visiting black uniforms with white and maroon trim and white numbers. And Cedar Falls in their home white uniforms with black trim and and uh, red. We'll take a break and we'll come back with the tip off. Dowling and Cedar Falls here at Wells Fargo Arena, downtown Des Moines. Mark Amadale along with Mike Swain. And we'll bring you the tip off coming up as we'll have a word from Father Ryan Andrew, our pregame prayer with Father Ryan Andrew. And of course, a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome back to Wells Fargo Arena here in downtown Des Moines alongside Mike Swain, my Mark Amadeo. Yes, the voice is back and we're set. We're courtside. Swainer, I tried to get you, well, not as good of a seat you have that you have during the TV uh, games that you've been doing this year. Nice job, by the way. Uh, thank you. It's a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it. I, I get the, the replay screen, which is always nice, so... I can criticize the officials if I want to based on that. I'm looking for it right now. Oh, we're we're on Radio Row. The tip up and controlled by Dowling. And underneath Stillwell, his shot no good. Rebound, Ballou. Omaha's put back up and good. And we're underway with Dowling leading 2-0. How about that? Wow, nice job that time by Omaha Ballou with the follow. Good aggressive move. Dowling 2, the two-time defending state champion, Cedar Falls. Tigers nothing, and now a turnover. They lob it inside to Corbett. It's thrown away by Keough and Dowling going right to left towards the south basket to start the ball game. They had two defenders right by Corbett, and pass a little hot to handle. That time, Michael Keough, who else with the steal? Dowling running their half-court set. Cedar Falls in their man defense. Here's Riggs underneath, and a hook shot up and good. He went right around Corbett for the basket. That's a good sign, Mark, if... Ryan Riggs can get off to a good start. That bodes well for Dowling. Dowling four. Cedar Falls nothing. As the Tigers go left to right, right in front of us with their half court set. And in the lane, a ball poked out of bounds as out of control was Landon Wolf, and he lost it to Dowling. Well, active hands by Matt Stillwell that time, and another turnover for Cedar Falls. So they've got... Two, Dowling has two possessions, two points, or four points. Cedar Falls, two possessions, two turnovers. And, of course, the Dowling fans behind us, they're in their all blackout state tournament uh, T-shirts. Cedar Falls fans away from us. 
right behind their uh, team with the basketball Stillwell. It's Keel Stillwell, Drew Daniel, Omaha Baloo, and Ryan Riggs, the starting five for Dowling. Josh Olendike, Trey Campbell, Landon Wolf, Ben Cernet, and Chase Corbett, the five and the four for Cedar Falls. Now here's Baloo for three, top of the key. It's no good off the mark, left a little bit short. Rebound comes out to Cedar Falls and Landon Wolf. Well, had a wide open look. And they let him shoot that three, you know, as the season's been moving on. Good steal. Baloo with 10 th- three threes now. Steal by Dowling and Stillwell, and he draws the foul as he gets all the way down near the basket, Mike. Fouls on Cernet. Yeah, good foul by Cernet. I think it was going to be a basket by Stillwell, so sort of a basket-saving foul. And already Dowling's defense, three t- steals and turnovers that they've forced on the Cedar Falls Tigers. First foul on Cedar Falls, first foul of the ball game. Dowling inbounds the ball underneath their own basket. Here's Baloo, top of the key. He's guarded by Trey Campbell. Takes it down the lane, kicks it back out to Keel left side. Now skip past the right side to Stillwell. Stillwell, Matt dribble drives, jump stop in the lane, pull up jumper, good! He went right around Allendike for the basket. <laughs> that, we were sort of shielded there. A couple of the Cedar Falls fans wanted to travel, but I think he held his pivot foot. He did. He jump stopped and uh, kind of got caught, but he found a way to make the basket. 6 nothing Dowling, 5-4 remaining. Now pull up jumper in the lane, good. Uh, that time Dowling got caught on a That's screen. Landon Wolf. Yeah, Landon Wolf cut across the middle with off of a screen. No help. Matt Stillwell was trailing an easy bucket. Yeah, we had a little bit of traffic down here, but Wolf got the basket, so it's six to two Dowling. Maroon's largest lead has been six here in the first quarter as the ball is tipped out of bounds in the Dowling possession, out of bounds to Cedar Falls. Well, that time Matt Stillwell got into the paint but sort of kicked it out. I thought he could have went up for a shot instead, but an errant pass and Dowling turns it over. All right, Cedar Falls dribbling in the front court. That's Olendike. They work the ball left side. They bring Corbett out beyond the three-point arc, the big center for them. Now Corbett on a back cut. His shot in the lane, no good. Weak side rebound, Wolf. His put back up and good. He went right around Drew Daniel. Well, Dowling's got to get something worked out, Mark, with their cross screens because Corbett was wide open. Dowling, fortunate he didn't make it, but then Wolf was there to clean it up. Yeah, Wolf with back-to-back uh, baskets on consecutive possessions. He has all four of Cedar Falls points. He comes in averaging 11.5 points, five rebounds, and he's second on the team with 50 made threes. Ball in the front court now of Dowling, and they have it poked out of bounds. They'll inbound it. This is Michael Keel between the circles. He gets it off of Drew Daniel, top of the key. Drew looking right, now he passes it left. Keel on the left wing. Head fake inside, lob pass aside. Now to Stillwell for three right wing. It's no good. Omaha Baloo with the weak side rebound. They're going to come. He comes down with it and a jump ball called. Good hustle by Omaha again. Yeah, really good hustle. That's a great job getting that rebound. A little unfortunate. It was a quick whistle on that that held ball. So it's going to go to Cedar Falls. But the key mark here is can Dowling's offense be patient enough to get the ball inside? That time again, settling for a three. Not their best shot that we like to see. Kurt Waldenbach, Todd Thompson, and Ben Hogg are our three-person officiating crew. Now pull-up jumper in the lane, no good by Olendike, and a whistle and a foul call that's going to be on Dowling, I believe, underneath. I think they're going to get Ryan Riggs for a hold on Corbett, and that's unfortunate because that was a miss, and Dowling could have got that rebound, but uh, a foul before that. Yep, Riggs with his first foul. That's Dowling's first foul, so both teams a foul each with 4.20 remaining first quarter. Dowling leading 6-4 to four over Cedar Falls. Now Cedar Falls... Inside they work it. A shot no good by Kale Losher, who came in off the bench, and a rebound Dowling. Well, good help that time, and an even better rebound by Drew Daniel. 
Bruins in the front court. It's still well. Dowling going with their starting five as Losher in for Cedar Falls. And now a pull-up jumper by Riggs. It's no good. And a rebound cleared out of there by Olandike. Carter Jansen, number 32, also in there. So 30 and 32 off the bench. Corner three, air ball, no good by Jackson Heth, who came in off the bench. Dowling in transition, and Stillwell has a ball poked out of bounds to be Dowling possession. Uh, Heth off the bench has over 35 made threes. So, again, we talked about Cedar Falls and how well they can shoot the three. That time, an air ball. Ryan Riggs and Michael Keel check out of the Dowling lineup, and they're replaced by Joe Strocco and Andrew Lynch. Now, corner three on the inbounds play is no good by Dowling from Drew Daniel. Good Rebound yeah, kicked good. out, and uh, Strocco. Andrew Lynch with a tip out to Strocco, so nice job on the offensive boards again. Here's Strocco dribble driving in their lane, kicks it out to Stillwell. Matt from the right wing, a shot off the glass. Good! Matt Stillwell, a nice dribble drive from that right elbow or right area. That's his game, and that's Dowling's game. Put the ball on the floor, get to the paint. And use your body to get that shot off. Matt with four points. He leads Dowling, and the Maroons lead it 8-4 to four with 3.15 remaining first quarter. Mark Amadale alongside Mike Swain. Long three by Landon Wolf. No good from right in front of us. And the rebound out to Ballou and Dowling. Now here's Strocko in the front court. As the Maroons will set their offense. Strocko guarded by Jackson Heth. Number five for Cedar Falls. Over to Ballou. Right wing to Drew Daniel. Daniel fakes the three, and now Ballou called for travel. Yeah, he's just got to be just a little slower with that move. Caught at the top of the key and just a little quick to shuffle the feet before getting that ball on the floor. And Coach Michael Connor getting Matt Riedel in the lineup for the first time this afternoon. Matt, a 6'3 junior, and he will replace Omaha Ballou. Remember, at the beginning of the year, it was Riedel who got the start, and Ballou replaced him in that first substitution. Well, and Strocco also a former starter, so yep. Dowling comes in with two guys that have starting experience. Now they lob it inside, and a shot in the lane up and good. They post up Losher, and Kale Losher, the 6'6 senior, scores. That was a good pass. He had Andrew Lynch on his back, and now a turnover for Dowling. 8-6 to six Maroons, but a turnover by the Dowling in their front court. Now a long three up, and no good, a foul on Strocco. As he fouled the three-point shooter who was right between that NBA G League line and the high school line. And going to the line is the uh, Mississippi Division Conference Player of the Year, Josh Olandike. And he's the one starter that remains from last year's state title team. He'll have two. He'll have three free throws here, Mike. He shoots 77% on the line, and that's not a guy you want on the foul line. And certainly not a foul you want to see committed on a three-point shot. So Strocco with his first foul. Team foul number two on Dowling. First free throw good. Second one also good by Owen Dyke. You mentioned a 76% free throw shooter. This afternoon's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Two Rivers Glass and Door, the Catholic Tuition Organization, R&R Realty Group, and Mercy One. And all three free throws good. He makes the last one, does Owen Dyke. That's his first three points of the afternoon. And it's uh, Cedar Falls taking their first lead, 9-8 to eight over Dowling Catholic wow. with 224 Cedar remaining Cedar Falls in the jumped out with three fast turnovers but hasn't turned it over since and has been much more efficient in the front court here. That's why they have that lead now, 9-8. to eight. All right, Daniel, skip pass over to Riedel. His three-pointer left wing, no good. Offensive rebound, Drew Daniel. Put back up and good. He went right around Carter Jansen of Cedar Falls. Well, I love the fact that Dowling is going to the boards right now on the offensive end. Great job by Drew Daniel. Dowling 10, Cedar Falls 9 as we exchange leads on consecutive possessions. Here's Heth with it. Jackson Heth tries to dump it inside the low shirt. It's stolen away by Dowling. Here's Strockel in the front court for the Maroons. Good defense that time. Fourth turnover for the 
Cedar Falls Tigers. And Straco with the move. He went right around Jackson Heff for the basket. And Joe gets his first basket. A little bit of quickness by Straco on this Wells Fargo floor. And he went against the grain. He's a right-handed player, but went down the left side of the lane. Shot with the right hand. Good. And now the other way we go. Campbell on the baseline. He's cut off. And his shot is blocked by Riggs. And Riggs will pick up his second foul. Wow. And that's Ryan Riggs going for a shot fake mark. And that's going to be his second, which is probably going to put him on the bench for at least the rest of this quarter and probably a little bit of the second quarter as well. well. We talked about the physicality of this game and the possibility of the fouls being called tighter and no question about it. His first free throw is good by Jackson Heff of uh, Cedar Falls. Right. Second foul on Riggs and he'll check out. And as check Riggs in. goes out, guess who comes back in? Chase Corbett. All 6'9 of him after a nice rest. So Look out Andrew Lynch. He's a Dowling Post player right now. Second free throw good. So Heff makes them both. Cedar Falls 5-for-5 five five at the free throw line. Dowling got the shoot one, and it's 12-11 Maroons with a minute 15 remaining in the first quarter. Wells Fargo Arena downtown Des Moines. We're courtside. Mark Hamadale alongside Mike Swain as we preempt regular scheduled program in Iowa Catholic Radio to bring you the 2020 Boys State Basketball Tournament. Now here's Riedel for three, top of the key. It's no good. Ball slapped around, and Lynch tried to keep it alive, but into the hands of Cedar Falls and Jackson Heff. Now down court, Cedar Falls running the court. Layup good by Chase Corbett, his first basket. Maroons did not get back. Wow, great recognition by Cedar Falls. And again, poor transition defense by the Dowling Maroons. Maroons trying to get Omaha Baloo in here. Final 40 seconds of the first quarter. It's 13-12, to 12, Cedar Falls. And now Stillwell, he's going to be called for an offensive foul as he spun. Jump stop, spun, and then they got him for the elbow, does Kurt Walderback, our official. And Coach O'Connor is going to visit with him about the extent of it, but fouls on Stillwell, his first. That was a great job by Cernet, who took that charge on the spin drive, and Matt with his first foul. All right, final 35 seconds of the first quarter. Let's see if Cedar Falls may hold for one, as their point guard right now, Trey Campbell, looking back to his head coach, Ryan Schultz, and the Cedar Falls coach said, hold it until they come out to guard you. Possession arrow favors Dowling, so the Maroons will get it the next dead ball. It might be the second quarter as we're down to 15 on the uh, play clock. Yeah, they're going to go out of a four-high set. i, I got to believe they're going to try and find Corbett at some point in the low block. Yeah, a little pick and roll. Now they do. There's Corbett rolling to the basket. So Lynch trying to stay with him. He does. Top the key. Heft for three at the horn. And it's no good as we've come to the end of the first quarter with the score. Cedar Falls, 13. Dowling Catholic, 12. Alongside Mike Swain, I'm Mark Imadale. And David Beltram is our studio producer. We'll be back with more from the Boys State Basketball Tournament. After this message, here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. 
welcome back to the Wells Fargo Arena here in downtown Des Moines. Mark Amadale alongside Mike Swain. As we come to the end of the first quarter with Cedar Falls leading Dowling 13-12. And Swain, what do you take out of this first quarter? Uh, very well played game between both teams. Both teams had some turnovers, but both teams had some pretty good offensive execution. Well, you mentioned the turnovers. I thought early on Dowling's defense did a nice job forcing Cedar Falls to into three quick turnovers. But since then... Cedar Falls only with one more, so a total of four on the afternoon. Dowling with four turnovers to even things out. Shooting percentage, both teams shooting pretty well. Dowling 6-13 for 46%. Cedar Falls 4-8 for eight from 50%. Neither team has hit a three. Dowling 0-5. Cedar Falls 0-2. And rebounding pretty even. Dowling with six rebounds and three of those offensively, Mark. And that has helped Dowling to that 12 points. Cedar Falls with five Rebounds total, one offensive board. Foul trouble, Ryan Riggs with for Dowling has two fouls. He will not start the uh, second quarter here. Andrew Lynch gets the start. Yeah, and Cedar Falls going with a larger lineup. We've got Joe Knutson in for the first time, 6'8", along with Chase Corbett, who is 6'9". So yeah. big lineup right now, and they're going to go to a 1-3-1 look here against this Dowling offense. Here's Stillwell with it. Dribble drives in the lane, tries to leave it for Lynch, and it's tapped away, but Dowling regains possession. Here's Drew Daniel for three. It's no good. Left wing and rebound out to Cedar Falls and Olandike. Josh Olandike dribbling in the front court. Leaves it left wing to Campbell. Top of the key it goes to one of the twin towers, Corbett. Chase Corbett at 6'9", and Knutson at 6'8". We've got a whistle and a holding foul called on Dowling. We're going to get Omaha Baloo holding on Olandike. That'll be his first foul. Omaha's got two of the offensive rebounds for Dowling in that first quarter. Keel, Stillwell, Baloo, Andrew Lynch, and Drew Daniel, the five on the floor for Dowling right now as Cedar Falls inbounds the ball. 13-12, Cedar Falls by one underway here in the second quarter. The final semi or final quarterfinal round game. Winner moves on to the semifinals. Pull-up jumper at the free throw line, no good by Olandike. Fight for the rebound. We got a whistle and a foul on Dowling as Knutson had the ball and had it taken away from him. They're going to call the foul on Dowling. Well, Keogh was right there, and I thought he got a hand on that ball to maybe force a jump ball. There was a quick jump ball call earlier in the game, but not such luck there. Keogh must have got too much arm, and he committed the foul. So team foul number six on Dowling. Cedar Falls with just one team foul here in the first quarter, or first half. And now pull-up jumper in the lane. Good by Landon Wolf. Oh, that was a tough shot. Well contested by Matt Stillwell, but he put it in anyway. And now a three-point lead. And against this tall 1-3-1, Dowling's got to be very patient, Mark. Dowling with the ball. Here's Keel for three. It's off the mark. No good. That's his first long three of the afternoon. Rebound out to Cedar Falls. Olin Dyke in transition. As they work the right side, right in front of us, Landon Wolf. Top of the key, it goes to Corbett. Now they work the left side. Here's Campbell with it, trying to dribble drive. Kicks it out to... Olandike, who's guarded by Ballou, coming off a ball screen. Olandike in the lane, pull-up jumper up. Good, right over Omaha Ballou, timeout Dowling. Now, this is a good timeout by Coach O'Connor. Five-point run here to start the second quarter, and Dowling has taken two three-point shots against that 1-3-1 defense that hasn't even been close. And it's a 4 nothing run to start the second quarter for Cedar Falls. You mentioned a timeout called by Dowling. It's a 30-second timeout. Six and a half minutes remaining. Second quarter, Cedar Falls 17, Dowling 12. And a reminder, the bash on Buffalo Road is this is next month, Saturday, April 18th. Don't forget to get your tickets. You can reserve your tickets. A dinner will be included. A sit-down dinner 
And it all starts at 6 o'clock when the doors open at Dowling Catholic High School. That will be the Bash from Buffalo Road Saturday, April 18th. If you want tickets, you can order online at dowlingcatholic.org. Tickets are $50 a piece now, and after Friday they go on sale for $60 a piece. So get them while they're on sale. Mark Amadale, Mike Swaim out of the Dowling timeout. The Maroons now inbound the ball to the front court. And 1-3-1. Coach O'Connor comes back in with Riggs. 1-3-1 defense by Cedar Falls as Ballou with the basketball, and he ends up a skip pass over to the corner, but a foul on Cedar Falls to be one of the big guys. Might be Knutson. Yeah, it is Knutson. And it'll be his first foul. Second team foul on Cedar Falls. Dowling's got to attack some gaps. A couple lazy passes up top. Almost been stolen. All right, a corner three by Drew Daniels up and good. A Tumian Suns three-pointer by Drew. The first one of the afternoon and his first three of the afternoon. Dowling need that. Now Dowling going a little zone. A little 3-2 zone with Omaha Baloo up top to try and combat some of this height and also not get Ryan Riggs in foul trouble. 3-2 3-2 zone by Dowling with Omaha Blue at the top with Stillwell and Keel on the sides. Now they get it on the baseline. This is Corbett nearly lost it, but gathers the ball back. Top of the key, it goes to Campbell. Dowling stays in their 3-2 zone. With it is Olendike. Pass in the corner, a three-pointer up, good. Right in front of us by Landon Wolf, and he's starting to heat up. He has nine points in the first half. Uh, that was really good patience by Cedar Falls and finding Wolf, who, again, one of their best three-point shooters on the year. Dowling with the ball. Riggs, you mentioned, back in the lineup. Cribbles down the lane. Leaves it for Omaha Ballou and a charging foul called on Omaha. That'll be his second. So both Riggs and Ballou with two fouls each here in the first half. Now that's Omaha's just got to realize, Mark, sometimes you just can't, even though that – that baseline looks good. you got guys sitting there waiting to take a charge. Either pull up for a shot or kick it back out, reverse the ball. Riggs got the ball from the top of the, uh, top of the, from the free throw line, went down the left side and made that pass, and Omaha caught it, took an extra dribble, which created the charge. If he would have just shot, that, that changes, and that may change here. Yeah, Dowling back to a man-to-man. Five minutes remaining, 20-15. to 15. Cedar Falls by five. This is their largest lead of the first half. Dowling's largest lead was six points early in the first quarter. Now Tigers taking time off the clock. Here's Olin Dyke. Dribble handoff goes to Corbett. Now to Wolf on the uh, little three-person weave. And the ball gets loose underneath. Picked up by Knutson and he shoots and scores an open basket. Now that was just an unfortunate break for Dowling because that ball just sort of fell out of uh, Knutson, or, uh, uh, Corbett's hands it and did. just right into the lap of Knutson. 22-15, Cedar Falls by seven. This is their largest lead of the afternoon. Dowling gets the ball down court, and it's knocked out of bounds, so the Maroons will throw it in and throw in basket with Michael Keel directing traffic. He inbounds it to Daniel for three. It's off the rim, no good. Fight for the rebound, and picking it up is Ryan Riggs. Good hustle by Ryan, weak side. Now Keel with it. Skip pass in the corner. This is Stillwell. Dribble drives. His reverse shot up and no good, and... A whistle, and we got a foul on Stillwell as he jumped in, and that'll be free throws coming for Cedar Falls. And wow. that'll be Corbett going to the line. It'll be a one-and-one. One. It should be. And unfortunately for Stillwell, I mean, that's, that occurs 90 feet from the basket, and it's a one-and-one one now for Cedar Falls. And Stillwell with his second foul. So Fouls starting to mount up. Oh. 18 fouls for Dowling, only three for Cedar Falls. Well, Dowling got off to a great start. They were up six in the first quarter. They led 8-2 to two at one point, and then Cedar Falls has kind of 
found their way, if you will, against the Dowling defense, and that in foul trouble. So with Stillwell with his second foul, Riggs and Ballou with two fouls each for Dowling. They've got 4.15 remaining until the, the halftime, and Merton's got to figure out a way to navigate through this as Corbett's free throw is good here, Mike. Corbett 67% on the year, but that one just nothing but net. Second free throw coming. Chase Corbett, a 6'9 junior, 66% free throw shooter. Second one no good, and we've got an over-in-the-back call on Carter Jansen, who just checked in, a 6'6 junior on Cedar Falls, and that'll be Jansen's first. And team foul number three, I believe, on Cedar Falls. Uh, Check that four. Cedar Falls is going to stay in. Actually, they've gone back to that man-to-man now. So they were in that 1-3-1 that was giving Dowling some problems, but back to a man defense. Dowling with the ball here is Stillwell with it. Leaves it for Riedel at the three-point line and uh, threw it behind him, so he had to gather himself. Now Keel in the lane. Underneath the Riggs, layup is good. Nice job by Michael Keel. Dribble penetrated, left it for Riggs, and who, who scored? Really good job by Keel finding Riggs on that opposite block. Dowling going to stay in that, uh, well, to get out of that 3-2 zone. They go back to man with uh, two players in foul trouble. Riggs and Stillwell on the floor right now with two fouls. Now, Riggs a near steal. We're going to have traveling called on Cedar Falls. How about that? That's a great defensive play by Michael Keel, getting a hand on the ball and forcing Olandike on the travel. Michael Keel always around the ball, especially when you dribble drive. That He gave a lot of fits to Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln, and to Lewis Central in the substate. He's always around the ball when somebody dribble penetrates. It's important these last three minutes, Mark. Down six. Dowling's got to make a little bit of a run here. You don't want to get down double digits before halftime. Uh, Strocko in there for the Maroons. Now left-handed shot as they get the ball inside to Riggs from the left block. He scores. And Ryan Riggs with six points. He and Drew Daniel, who has five points, lead Dowling in scoring. And it's 23-19. Cedar Falls by four. Stillwell's got to be careful. And underneath, getting loose is Landon Wolf, and he shoots and scores again. Wolf with 11 points here in the first half. He's had a nice first half, and Dowling defense just a little too aggressive that time, letting him score. There's Riggs in the lane. His shot up and no good. Nice soft touch, but he couldn't get it to fall. Rebound out to Cedar Falls and Chase Corbett. Tigers in the front court. They go left to right in front of us. Dowling stays Man-to-man in this possession. Working on the left wing to Heth, who's back in there as a reserve for Cedar Falls. And they get it out to Carter Jansen. Jansen back out to Olendike for three, and it's good. Right over Riedel. You can't leave him for a second. And that time, Riedel collapsed just a little bit, giving Olendike just enough room. And this thing has swelled to nine with 2.21 to go here. Olendike with eight points. And... Wolf with 11 leads Cedar Falls. Now reverse laid up good by Riedel who got loose in the lane from the right side. Matt Riedel with his first two points. Now can Dowling string together a couple stops here, Mark. 28-21 Cedar Falls. Corner three up and good again. And this is Olandike who's starting to heat up. That's back-to-back threes for him, Mike. That's poor transition defense. Not finding a shooter. Getting back. Olandike with 11 points. And Landon Wolf with 11 points leads Cedar Falls. Ball now slapped out of bounds by Olin Dyke as the Maroons had the ball knocked away. Dowling will retain possession. And substitutions now for Cedar Falls. Corbett will check out, as will Carter Jansen, who was in there briefly. Omaha Ballou has been on that bench for a long time with two fouls. And Cedar Falls is now going to go to a 2-3 zone here. Yeah, to protect, uh, well, they don't have that many people in foul trouble. Two from the outside. Minute 37 remaining. Cedar Falls by 10 with that made last made three-point basket by the Tigers. And now Riedel for three. It's up and no good. 
Rebound Riggs, and he powers it back up and good. Good job by Riggs that time. Again, an errant three-point shot, but Riggs there to clean it up. Riggs having his way with the uh, post players. Kale Losher in that in there now for Cedar Falls. They get a little bit smaller, as is Carter Jansen. And the Tigers with it. Cernet in the lane. His shot up and good. His first basket of the afternoon. Ben Cernet, the other starter, finally scoring. Riggs was guarding him. Couldn't do much, Mark. You don't want to pick up a third foul here for, for Ryan Riggs before this half. So Maroons can't wait to halftime. <laughs> a minute remaining. Dowling trailing by 10. Cedar Falls 33. Dowling 23. Here's Strock on the baseline. Right side. Kicks it out to Stillwell. Stillwell ahead fake. Leaves it for Riedel. And Cedar Falls staying in that 2-3 zone here in the final 40 seconds of the first half. Dowling going to back it up and reset. Stay tuned for halftime. Athletic director at Dowling Catholic High School. Tom Wilson will join us here courtside here at the State Boys Basketball Tournament. The winner of this game will take Ankeny. Take on Ankeny at 8-15 tomorrow night. Ankeny, an upset win over third-seeded Iowa City West, 68-54 in the early game today. Last night it was Waukee and Ankeny Centennial advancing. So it's Waukee, Ankeny, Centennial, and Ankeny, three of the four teams headed to the semifinals tomorrow. And the Maroons are trying to punch their ticket. Ten seconds remaining in the quarter. Riggs in the lane and a fallaway jumper. No good. The ball is stuck on the rim. It'll be a jump ball and it'll be Cedar Falls basketball on the alternate possession with four seconds remaining, Mike. What a tough break. That was a great follow that time by Riedel. Actually, they got they got a foul on that. So uh, that's, a, that's a great oh. job before the jump ball. I was going to say that was going to be a – Really tough break, but Riedel gets fouled on the putback yes, attempt. Yes, he does. Riggs missed the shot, and Riedel put it back right between the rim and the backboard, and Riedel's first free throw is good. And this is a good move, getting Stillwell and Riggs out, both with two fouls. You don't want to have them pick up a third with only four seconds to go in the half. And the foul, I believe, was on Cernet. Nope, it was not. And the second free throw good by... Riedel, he has four points off the bench to lead Dowling. Four seconds remaining. The inbound it to Olendike. Dribbling in the front court. Two seconds. Olendike, pull a jumper. Shouldn't count. And they didn't wave it off. That was a concern I had. Is the ball was in his hand when the horn went off, but it doesn't go. And we go to halftime with Cedar Falls leading Dowling 33-25 to 25 here at Wells Fargo Arena. Mike Swing, before we go to break, your thoughts? To our listeners at home, Dowling trailing by eight. Three players with foul trouble in the first half for the Maroons. I thought Dowling got off to a great start, and then foul trouble limited them a little bit on offense, and they settled a little bit for uh, three-point shots that didn't fall, but they've done a nice job rebounding the ball. That has sort of kept them in it to be down only eight. Once again, they've got to get... They got to be match up better in transition, especially against Olendike. Find him on that perimeter. The guy sitting next to us or between us right now, uh, Tom Wilson, uh, he, he's asking about your football availability next year, uh, Mike. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, I think he wants somebody to work with Maine during that. <laughs> Might keep their voice for the whole game. I, you think that's happening? I, I think the sponsors would have a huge problem with me coming back and trying to do play-by-play and not giving them any credit. So. Well, some of them have a big problem with me. I didn't know if you knew that or not. <laughs> hey, we'll take a break. We'll come back to Wells Fargo Arena at halftime. And at Cedar Falls, leading Dowling Catholic 33-25. Back with our halftime interview with head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The home and away voice of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities, Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des Moines, KIHS Adel. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And welcome back to Wells Fargo Arena here in downtown Des Moines alongside Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, our halftime score in this boys' quarterfinal Class 4A state tournament game. It's Cedar Falls leading Dowling 33-25. The winner of this game will meet Ankeny tomorrow night at 8-15 in the second semi. Ankeny defeated Iowa City West 68-54 earlier this morning. And last night, Waukee, and North, Waukee defeated North Scott and Ankeny Centennial defeated Davenport North. So, Waukee and Ankeny Centennial tomorrow night at 6.30 for the other 4A semifinal game. Joined by head coach Tom Wilson, or is it athletic director right now this time of year, Tom Wilson. Tom, thanks for hopping the fence and joining us here on Press Row. You bet. Thanks for having me. Well, how about the recognition before the game? Let's, let's get back. There's a lot of people behind the scenes at Dowling, whether it be gatekeepers, at, or ticket takers at different events. And Barb, uh, Barb Feeney's been doing it so many years. First of all, she let Swayman and I come in to every home game for at, at Dowling. We have, for free. We, she lets us in. And, you know, one, one game she said 20 bucks. Oh, that was from the athletic department. Uh, right. so I but people like her who are recognized today, are, are you, know, you, you can't have events without people like Barb. She does such a great job, whether she's outdoors at the stadium or in the gym. Oh, you're certainly right. And, and uh, there's so many people that make, you know, what we do possible. And Barb is certainly one of those. And uh, I'm just happy the association does things like this to recognize the people that are behind the scenes. And Barb has certainly been a, a loyal person to us, uh, a Dowling grad. Uh, Dowling uh, Catholic means an awful lot to her. And and uh, she came back to work, and she would tell you she's just a kitchen lady, but she's uh, much more than that and, and uh, certainly helps Molly Ryan uh, keep things under control uh, within our uh, our lunch staff, but uh, also me. Uh, in the athletic department and taking care of tickets and it's one less thing that uh, i really do have to deal with because barb does such a fantastic job well she was recognized as one of the fans of the game cedar falls had their fan of the game and they do that as you mentioned the association does but coach we're winding down on the uh, winter sports hard to believe we'll be getting into uh, spring sports and uh what a year it's been and uh what a ride it's been it started well in the fall with let's see you won a state title, uh, cross country won a state title, swimming won a state title. It's been quite a year for the Dowling sporting events. What well, has, and, and uh, you know, we really continued on uh, in the winter, obviously watching our boys right now. And, and uh, you know, our girls had a, a phenomenal year and, and came up, you know, short, unfortunately. And, and those things happened, but uh, they had a terrific year uh, tying for the conference championship and, and one game from state. Uh, boys. Uh, finishing the top six of the state uh, in, in boys' swim. 
Uh, bowlers keep uh, chugging along and, and getting better. Coach Fenson's done a very nice job. And then our wrestlers uh, qualifying six at state and, and then getting uh, two guys on the podium. Hopefully that can be a building block uh, for things to come. Coach, one of the things I've been impressed with in covering a lot of the state tournament this week is seeing how many teams down here who have multi-sport athletes. And I just think it's so important to have well-rounded athletes in a well-rounded sports program. How important is that at Dowling, and how do you think that affects some of the programs with athletes crossing over sport to sport? Well, it's really important, and it's something that we certainly emphasize. And, you know, I think if you look up and down our rosters of various sports, you'll see us more than most uh, watching Cedar Falls out here uh, you know Wolf is uh, one of their main receivers and his brother we double teamed a, a year ago uh, in that ball game and so uh, I know their, their quarterback uh, is also out here playing um, and so Cedar Falls has the same thing and you know as we watch Andrew Lynch or Michael Keogh and, and some of those uh, out here helping our basketball team uh, they're a big part of what we did in the fall. Well, they certainly are, and you know the, these kids—they just go from one sport to another, and you want them out for different sports. And some of them have kind of settled on their college sport, like you know, look at Matt Stillwell. He wants to play basketball uh, up at Briarcliff, which is fine, but he was one of your fine receivers in football this year. He has for the last couple of years. Uh, no question, really good player for us. And honestly, if he wanted to, he probably could have gone to college and, and played some football. But uh, basketball is really his first love. But yet, he's done a great job for us the last two years, and. You know, I think the, the big thing is it helps kids uh, continue to compete, and I don't care if it's in their sport of choice or their favorite sport. It helps them do that uh, more year-round, and I think if you just look at it, you know, injury prevention-wise, you start uh, specializing, and that's that's asking for overuse injuries, and I think multi-sports helps you uh, eliminate some of that. Visit with Mike, or visit with Tom Wilson here at halftime at uh the state boys basketball tournament as Cedar Falls leads Dowling 33-25. And, Tom, I know the offseason, uh, some of the kids that aren't out for multiple sports are getting ready for their next in-season sport, whether it be baseball, softball this summer, or even that fall program called football. And I know you've got a lot of kids in the weight room, and that's how you get better before your next season. you got to get stronger and, and faster, and uh, you've been doing that for many, many years. I know a lot of guys head that up in the offseason for you. Right. Uh, kids are doing a pretty good job right now. Uh we're just getting really uh, switched over from winter to spring, and you know, we've got 120 kids out for boys track, which is you know something that can help you in every sport. And uh, our tennis numbers are terrific, our soccer numbers are terrific. Uh, so uh, that part is very good. Really, same on the girls' side. Our uh, our tennis numbers on the girls' side are through the roof. So we get a lot of participation. And those that aren't, we certainly try to keep them busy. Well, Tom, as you know, this this big uh, coronavirus is going around, and there's a lot of talk. They're, they're shutting down universities, making everything online. How has that affected schools like Dowling High School? How's how's that affected uh, being in the doors of Dowling with their extracurricular and their academics? You know, I really think our administration's done a, a, a really good job. Dr. Ryan was on this a couple of weeks ago, and and trying to be at the forefront of it. And I know some other local schools are really just uh, getting started on thinking of what they're going to do and. We've had some things in place at least for the last week, and I think if you'd walk through the hallways now, you would see uh, added dispensers and things like that uh, just for sanitary purposes. And uh, I, I really think uh, Dr. Ryan and, and uh, Mr. Maynard got at the forefront of this, and we feel like we've got a plan, and hopefully uh, you know, this doesn't last very long. Absolutely. Well, Tom, appreciate uh, you taking time to visit with us here at halftime. Thanks for all you do. I know this is our final broadcast this week, and hopefully it's not today, but this week. and. 
and we'll start uh, softball and baseball and Iowa Catholic Gradle certain games throughout the summer. But been great working with you and look forward to see you down the road. All right, thanks. Appreciate it, guys. All thanks, right. Coach. Tom Wilson, our halftime guest. We're going to take a break, come back to Wells Fargo Arena. Halftime score at Cedar Falls leading Dowling 33-25 along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadale, and we'll talk to you thanks, Coach. in one minute here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports is provided by Two Rivers Glass and Door, creating commercial glass and aluminum storefronts. Also serving your home needs by creating custom frameless shower doors, mirrors, glass tabletops, and specialty glass. Two Rivers Glass and Door, design, fabrication, and installation. 515-222-4860. Online at tworiversglass.com. Two Rivers Glass and Door, serving imaginations since 1992. Thank you to Tumia & Sons for your support of Dowling Catholic High School basketball. Tumia & Sons is an Italian family restaurant with old country authentic Italian food. Enjoy the local atmosphere where you may even spot a priest, politician, or even Willie Farrell. Take advantage of Tumia & Sons bocce ball court with the kids while enjoying Tumia's homemade bread, pasta, and real Italian homemade desserts. Tumia & Sons is located on Southeast 1st Street, just south of downtown Des Moines and around the corner from Graziano Brothers. 515-282-7976, tumiaandsons.net. And we're back here at Wells Fargo Arena, underway here in the second half with Cedar Falls leading Dowling 33-25. Mark Emmadale alongside Mike Swaim as we're courtside here. And now Cedar Falls with the first possession. And now we've got a whistle and a foul called on Cedar Falls as ball poked away as a bad pass by Cernet into the hands of of Dowling's Ryan Riggs. He was fouled as he gathered the ball in, Mike. Well, that's a great possession to start the, the half there. Get a stop. Down eight. And uh, really, Dowling has done a pretty good job, Mark. You know, points in the paint, they lead. Second chance points, they lead. But uh, three-point attempts, they don't. And Olandike and Wolf really do, did a nice job in that first half from three. All right, Stillwell in the lane. His, he had the ball deflected away. It's stolen away by Cedar Falls and then they have it stolen back, so both teams, or rather Cedar Falls lose possession. Now Dowling with the ball, trailing 33-25. Underneath, and Riggs with a pass underneath to Michael Keogh for the basket. Really nice pass that time, and a smart cut by Keogh down to the basket. 33-27, Cedar Falls by six. The uh, Tigers have led by as many as ten in the first half. Dowling's largest lead was six. There were... Uh, Three lead changes, and the score was tied once in that first half. Cedar Falls with the basketball. With it is Josh Olendike. He had 11 points in the first half. He and Landon Wolf with the co-leading scores, 11 points each. Now a long three up and good, and that is Landon Wolf launching another three for his 14th point to lead Cedar Falls. Uh, he's two for three from three-point range, and that was with a hand in his face. So if he starts get, getting going, Mark, it's going to be a long afternoon. Now a long three by Dowling. No good. Ball slapped around, and Stillwell with the rebound. He goes in the lane. It's off the glass. No good. Ballou has the ball slapped around and right into the hands of Trey Campbell in Cedar Falls. Well, an opportunity that time, but Omaha couldn't come up with it. Now Campbell in the lane, and he's going to be called for the travel. Again, great defense by Michael Keogh. Cedar Falls bench wanting a foul on that, but that was just great defense and caused the travel. Yeah, I saw, I heard the whistle, and then I saw the, the palm of the hand go up, not a fist, and that yep. means the violation, and it was traveling on Cedar Falls. Dowling basketball in Maroons trail by nine with six minutes and five seconds remaining here in the third quarter. The winner meets Ankeny tomorrow night here at Wells Fargo. 
Arena in the uh, 4A semifinal. Underneath is Drew Daniel from the free throw line. One step and score for the big guy. That's a great job by Drew Daniel. And again, that's what they have to do. Attack this team inside the paint rather than settling for threes. And now a long three by Cernet. It's good. And boy, they are just lightning hot. And again, Mark, (laughs) a, a contested three. That wasn't a bad... That wasn't bad defense by Dowling, just a better shot. Cernet with his first three of the afternoon. The second three for Cedar Falls in the lane. Briggs pull-up jumper good. Gets the bounce as to hit the back iron. Well, Dowling's got to weather this three-point storm. They're, they're attacking it by going inside, which is what they need to do. They're down eight here to start this third quarter. Again, weather this three-point storm, get a couple stops. As Cedar Falls is five out of eight in three-point shooting. They work underneath, and a shot up and good by Chase Corbett, who got around Omaha Baloo, and that's Corbett's fifth point. That was a little screen and roll to the basket, and Omaha Baloo was late on that rotation. Cedar Falls by ten, under five minutes remaining. Now Riggs gets inside. His shot on against Corbett is good, and Riggs starting to light it up. He's got 12 points to lead Dowling. Well, Corbett really having a tough time battling Riggs. That long reach of Riggs has been effective today. All right, here's Corbett with it. Now they get it to Campbell right side. Trey Campbell can't get a shot off. Leaves it for Olendike. They reverse it left wing. Now top of the key. Corbett for three, and it's in and out no good. Rebound Dowling and Omaha Baloo. Corbett with only two maids on the year, so you'll take that every time. Now Dowling underneath, and that is Riggs has his shot blocked. And the ball out to Baloo, and it's knocked out of bounds. They're going to give it to Dowling, and Omaha say, hey, I was hit on the arm, and Sometimes when you go through all that traffic, the officials don't see the contact, and that's what happened. So now Kurt Walterback visiting with uh, Michael Keel, and I think everything's settled down now. Dowling can't get too impatient, uh, Mike, if you don't get the calls, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure what was said to Michael Keel on that, but. And now in the lane, Drew Daniel underneath the Keel can't get a shot off. Good decision there. Now out to Stillwell for three. Top of the key, it's in and out, no good, and a rebound. Comes out to Josh Allendike and Cedar Falls. Tough uh, that break. would have been a big shot. That was a, a wide-open look, Mark, and Dowling's got to knock a couple of these down if you're going to stay with Cedar Falls. All right, here's Campbell dribbling baseline. A pull-up jumper is up and good. Gets the favorable roll here at Wells Fargo Arena. Nice shot that time by Trey Campbell. His first two points of the afternoon. Dowling the other way. Here's Drew Daniel. Left corner, three-point line extended. Out the keel, top of the key. 43-33. Cedar Falls by 10. 3.40 remaining. Third quarter. The winner plays Ankeny tomorrow night in the semifinals. The like loser, a, season's over. Looks like a foul by Corbett trying to reach in there on Riggs. They've gone to a 2-3 zone to try and help with Riggs inside. So Dallin's got to be really patient here. All right. Maroon's passing on the perimeter. Here's Baloo with it. Right side over to Keel. Keel. Pass over. Nearly stolen away as a pass finally gets to Drew Daniels. They're very active with that that zone with those two guards. Michael Key has got to do a good job of ball faking. Dowling has four timeouts remaining. Cedar Falls five. Long three by Keel is good. Another to me in sense three-pointer this time for Michael Keel. He's got five points here in the third quarter and a timeout called by Dowling. It'll be a 30-second timeout. I like the timeout, Mark, by Dowling just to sort of gather themselves, make sure that you can get a stop here. You're down seven, Mark. You get a stop, and you come down and cut this thing to five and really turn this into a ball game. 43-36, Cedar Falls leads by seven over the Maroons. Three minutes, four min- four seconds remaining here in the third quarter, along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadale. I want to thank our supporters and sponsors here in Iowa Catholic Radio, including Kemen, Dental Associates, 
Construction Professionals and Ashworth Vision Clinic. I want to thank uh, Tom Wilson for being our halftime guest, the Dowling Athletic Director and Head Football Coach. Mark, before that, Michael Keough, uh, three-pointer. They were one for 11, so now two for Ooh. 13 on the day is Dowling from three-point range. And a little pressure by Dowling out of the timeout. Cedar Falls breaks the pressure. They get in the front court. This is Landon Wolf with it. Nearly stolen away as his pass over to uh, Jackson Heth, who just checked in. Was stolen away by Keel, and now they work it inside, and a whistle and a foul called on Dowling as Cedar Falls pawns it inside on the right block. Omaha thought he got a clean block, but the officials must have thought he got a little bit of the body. Let's look at the replay here. Yeah, just a little bit of rebit re- yeah. with the body there. So, And that's going to be his third, and I think Matt Riedel is at the table there to spell Omaha. Losher at the free throw line for the Tigers of Cedar Falls, and Kale Losher hits the first free throw. This afternoon's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. This afternoon's studio producer at Iowa Catholic Radio, David Belcher. want to thank him and all the guys that are on the board work throughout the year. Second free throw good by Losher. He now has four points off the bench for Cedar Falls, the UNI recruit, playing football for the uh, Panthers. 45-36, Cedar Falls. By nine with 2.40 remaining. Here is Riedel with it. Dribble drives the lane. Reverse uh, puts it up off the glass. Good. Nice little spin off the glass by Matt Riedel. Really nice job that time attacking the zone in those gaps. Riedel with six points off the bench this afternoon for Dowling. And it's 45-38. Long three up and good by Landon Wolf. They are on fire from three-point range this afternoon, Mike. You've got to find (laughs) him on the edge. And that time, Matt Stillwell did not. And an easy three for him, who is for Wolf, who's just been hot today. 17 points for Wolf. And now the ball slapped around. They say it went out of bounds off of Landon Wolf. He got mixed up with with, uh, Stillwell right in front of us. Now, Keel will check out of the Dowling lineup, and in checking in will be uh, Strockel. So it'll be Strockel, Riedel, along with Stillwell, Riggs, and Ballou. Cedar Falls back to man-to-man now. And Strockel inbounds it. They try to lob it into Riggs, and he can't handle the pass. They get it to Stillwell. Out to Riedel for three. Good! A two-inch three-pointer, Matt Riedel. How about that? That was a big shot by Riedel. To cut this thing to seven here with a minute 44 to go. Riedel off the bench for, for Dowling. Seven points. Now the ball slapped out of bounds by Drew Daniel. Drew thought he had it slapped out of bounds off Jansen of Cedar Falls, but it'll be Cedar Falls basketball underneath their own basket. And it's 48-41. Cedar Falls Tigers by seven over Dowling. Final minute and 40 seconds remaining here in this third quarter. The winner meets Ankeny tomorrow night in the second semifinal. The first semifinal tomorrow night at 6.30 has... Ankeny Centennial taking on Waukee for the second time this year. Centennial won the first meet. Now a steal. steal. Steal by Riedel. He's been the player of the game thus far. Well, and Strocco deflected that, and then Riedel able to pick it up. So great job by the Dowling defense. Riedel with nine points off the bench for the Maroons. Minute and a half remaining. Strocco in the front court. Leaves it for Riedel. Right side it goes to Daniel. Cedar like Falls. Go into Riggs. Dumps it inside. Riedel down the lane. Layup is good. The basket will count. And a foul on Campbell of Cedar Falls. How about Matt Riedel stepping it up some? I think Dowling can score at will, Mark, in the paint if they'll just be patient and do it. It's just a matter of can they get a couple stops on the other end. And Riedel with an opportunity to cut this thing to five. Riedel has seven of his 11 points here in the third quarter. Make it 12. And a little bit of pressure now for Dowling. First time we've seen that. Free throw good by Riedel. 
48-44, Cedar Falls by four. Down court, shot up and good. The basket will count. Foul on Dowling and taking it nearly coast to coast with Jackson Heth for Cedar Falls. That's a huge play by Heth. Dowling had cut this lead, and that is going to be count and the basket and an opportunity for the old-fashioned three-point play. Fouls on Strocko, his second, and the free throw by Heth is no good. And a whistle and a foul on the rebound by Chase Corbett, on Chase Corbett, as he fouled Drew Daniel. I think that's going to be only the first foul for Corbett, so he's done a nice job of staying out of foul trouble. All right, team foul number three on Cedar Falls. Dowling with just two team fouls here in the third quarter. Minute 10 remaining. 50 to 44, Cedar Falls with the lead over Dowling. Opportunity to cut this to four. On the Maroons underneath, and this is Riggs. His shot no good. Tip by, how about Drew Daniel putting it back through? Great job going to the boards. That has really saved them today. Offensive glass and scoring in the paint. Nine points for Drew Daniel. 50 to 46, Cedar Falls by four. Tigers in the front court. They go right to left, and we've got a timeout called by head coach Ryan Schultz and the Cedar Falls Tigers. We'll see if this is a minute. No, it'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Alongside Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadil. 39 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Dowling has cut it to four in Cedar Falls now. You know it's going to be a set play coming out of this timeout. They've been very efficient, Dowling has, on offense. They've been putting the ball on the deck, taking it right at the Cedar Falls team. And when they have missed, there's been another Dowling player to clean it up. So a great job on the offensive glass for Dowling. Wouldn't be surprised if Coach O'Connor comes out here and goes to that 3-2 zone look. They've done that a couple times in these sub-states just to sort of give a different type of defense so that Cedar Falls can has to run a different play. All right, out of the timeout, Cedar Falls will inbounds the basketball right in front of their bench, which is the south bench going towards the south basket. The Maroons in their road black uniforms, white trim, and Cedar Falls in their home white jerseys with uh, black numbers and red trim. Dowling in man-to-man, so. Here's Heth for three. It's in and out and back in good. Another three, and Heth off the bench. He's got five points. That's a huge three. Great play design by Coach Schultz, and now... Cedar Falls goes to their 1-3-1 defense here with that bigger lineup anchored by Knutson at the top of the key there. 53-46, Cedar Falls leads by seven with seven seconds remaining. Here's Daniel with it. Over to Stillwell. Matt dribble drives in the lane. Leaves it for Riedel in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound Cedar Falls. We've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Cedar Falls 53, Dowling 46, along with Mike Swain, my Mark Amadale, back with the fourth quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Do you have a story? 
Well, God wants to hear it. Maybe you can't donate money or volunteer your time, but that doesn't mean that you can't evangelize for the Lord. Iowa Catholic Radio is on a mission of evangelization, and you can help by sharing your testimony with us. Just call 515-223-1150 and tell us how Iowa Catholic Radio has impacted your life. Or you can also email your testimony to contact at kwky.com. Hey, we're back here at the Boys State Basketball Tournament, Wells Fargo Arena, downtown Des Moines. Alongside Mike Swain, I'm Mark Emmerdale. As we move to the fourth quarter, Cedar Falls leads Dowling 53-46. Dowling outscoring Cedar Falls 21-20 in that uh, third quarter. The first time this afternoon that Dowling's outscored Cedar Falls uh, in the first three quarters, Mike. Cedar Falls with a blistering shooting percentage, 18 for 26, 69% right now. Six for 11 from three, and we just saw Heth, who's got 35 threes made on the year, step in and hit a big one to push this lead from four to seven. So it'll be Dowling ball coming back here to start the fourth quarter, down seven. But Dowling has been so effective getting the ball inside the paint, attacking that, and then cleaning up the glass. Dowling already leading Cedar Falls on the rebounding edge, 15-13, but eight of those are offensive boards. Yes, they are. All right, Dowling will... Have the basketball to start the fourth quarter as Drew Daniel will inbound the ball right in front of us across from the scorer's table as we sit. Uh, and Ryan Riedel, who has 12 points in this game, Mark, is going to start the fourth quarter instead of Omaha Baloo. So interesting note there. Yeah, Matt Riedel. I'm uh, sorry, Matt Riedel. Matt Riedel, yeah. yes, sorry. So it'll be Keel, Michael Keel, along with uh, Matt Riedel, Matt Stillwell. Drew Daniel and Ryan Riggs, the five on the floor. Here's still, or rather, Drew Daniel for three. It's good. Drew with a Tamiyan Sun three-pointer left corner. Huge three-pointer by Dowling. Couldn't come at a better time. Cuts this lead to four. Drew with 12 points. And it's 53-49. Four-point lead for Cedar Falls. They have their first possession of the fourth quarter. And what shooting percentage is Cedar Falls? They're they're outstanding, and they've got to find Wolf and Olendike for sure. Well, they're the leading three-point shooters for Cedar Falls, but the rest of the team's shooting pretty well, too. They dump it inside the Corbett, goes against Riggs' block. His shot is blocked, and now Daniel tied up on the floor with Knudsen. It'll be Cedar Falls' best. Ryan Riggs avoiding getting the foul, and Drew Daniel almost came up with it, but tied up is going to keep it with the Tigers. So Cedar Falls inbounds the ball. They're at the south basket here. They go right to left in front of us. As we're courtside across from the scorer's table, Wells Fargo Arena, their winner meets Ankeny tomorrow night in the second semifinal in Class 4A. Now dribbling in the lane, a shot up and good by Trey Campbell. Campbell for Cedar Falls scoring. That's his sixth point all in the second half. Back to that 1-3-1 zone. They've been getting hurt inside. So going to the zone is Coach Schultz. Dowling with the basketball. And now we've got a whistle and a kickball by Cedar Falls. Dowling will retain possession. Every possession now is so big, Mark, as we enter this fourth quarter, 6.45 to go. Dowling's got to be very patient against this zone defense. Now Cernet will check in. One of the starters for Cedar Falls checking out was Knutson. It was Knutson and Corbett in the paint. Both of them 6'8", 6'9". Now uh, they're just down to Corbett at 6'9". Yeah, six, and now nine. back to a man-to-man for Cedar Falls. So Dowling it. can attack inside. 55-49 underneath. A shot no good by Stillwell off the glass. He drew the foul. 
And they'll go to the free throw line. This might be on Corbett. We'll see. I think that's on Cernet. Okay. That, that's going to be his second. So Cernet, the 6'1 senior with five points, picks up his second foul. Free throws coming for Dowling and Matt Stillwell, who had four points at halftime, did not score in that third quarter. First free throw good. This afternoon's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, the Catholic tuition organization. Our thanks to Two Rivers Glass and Door and R&R Realty Group. Alongside Mike Swaim, I'm Mark Amadale. Second free throw good by Stillwell. And it cuts the Cedar Falls lead to four, 55-51 here with six and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter, Mike. Stillwell, or uh, Omaha Baloo in for Keo, so that's going to put Stillwell to the point, bringing up that ball. Yes, it will. And now full court pressure by Dowling. As we mentioned, Campbell dribbles in the front court for Cedar Falls. Top of the key, the pass to Cernet. Now he swings it left wing to Olendike. Olendike dribble drives the lane. A shot partially blocked by Riedel into the hands of Corbett. His putback no good, and the follow through up and good by Cedar Falls. Olendike right there for the cleanup bucket. Dowling did a great job defensively, but could not secure that rebound. One of the few they've given up Olandike. here in the second half. Olendike with his 13th point. Now Stillwell down the lane. He shot off the glass. Good. He went right around. Cernet did Matt Stillwell. He's got eight points. It's 57-53, Cedar Falls by four. Double team here. We've got to be careful. They leave Wolf open. Corner three, no good. Rebound, Riedel. Wow. <laughs> Just I'm touched a three-point bullet there. They are shooting well over 60% from three and two at Cedar Falls. They've uh-huh. got to have a lid in that basket sometime, right? Opportunity here <laughs> to cut it to two, though, Mark. 57-53, Cedar Falls by four over Dowling. Underneath, it's Stillwell with the right-handed shot off the glass. Good. And Coach Schultz is going to get a timeout here. Dowling clawed all the way back. Yes, they did, and this will be a full timeout. And we'll take a break from Wells Fargo Arena. Along with Mike Swain, Mark Amadeo, it's Cedar Falls, 57, Dowling, 55. Five minutes, 22 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Fouls on Daniel, his second. Team foul number four on Dowling. And now here's Campbell in the front court against Ballou. He's shot up. They're going to call him for traveling. Good job by Omaha Ballou. Stayed with him and caused him to cause the travel. It was a nice job there. And then Matt Stillwell, with just a little bit of help, caused that, uh, able to get a, a hand on that ball and cause the travel. So great team defense by Dowling. Dowling trying to be, Trying to snap that uh, seven-game skid is qualifying for state and not advancing. Maroons have done it 
Been here last seven times and have not got out of the first round. Trying to do that here this afternoon. Here's Riedel down the lane. He shot up and good. He went right around Corbett for the basket. Great job by Riedel just attacking Corbett and able to get it up over the big 6'9 center. Riedel off the bench with 14. He leads Dowling in scoring. 12 points each for Riggs and Daniel. And now the ball out of bounds. It'll be Cedar Falls basketball. It's 59-57. Cedar Falls by two. Ballou, who checked out, now checking back in with just under four minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. They were trying to go to Corbett and almost a near steal by Stillwell along that baseline. Cedar Falls, the number two seed, a record of 21-2. and two. They've won 10 in a row. Dowling's record, 16-7. and seven. They're the seventh seed, and they've won eight of the last nine. Now ball loose to the floor. Stillwell rips it away, but he throws it right into the hands of Corbett. And Cedar Falls maintains possession. Here is Ollendyke, fakes the three, leaves it for Cernet. And the way, almost an opportunity for Dowling to get the ball to tie it, but just out of the hands of Drew Daniel. Stillwell on the floor. He leads the team with floor burns. He and Keel sometimes. Now Campbell with it. Rather a long three. No good by Cedar Falls by Ollendyke. Offensive rebound comes out to Wolf, but it's stolen away by by uh, Stillwell. Out of his hands, and Riedel loses it. It'll be Cedar Falls basketball as bodies and armor hitting the floor. Yeah, there could have been a foul another, either way on either team. Another right opportunity <laughs> for Dowling, and just a couple, just it looked like a pinball out there. It was. Stillwell and Riedel out of bounds, and Dallin's going to have to dig deep and try and get another stop here. Happened right in front of us, and we were just helplessly looking on. Cedar Falls with the basketball, leading by two. Now under three minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Again, the winner plays Ankeny tomorrow night at 8.15. The other semifinal, Waukee and Centennial. Long three, up and good, and that is Landon Wolf with the three. His fourth of the afternoon. He's got 20 points. What a huge three that time. Great teamwork between Ollendyke and Wolf. 62-57, Cedar Falls. Two and a half minutes remaining. Every possession counts, especially now for Dowling. A balloon down the lane. He's going to be, uh, goes the basket. And a foul called on Cedar Falls on Cernet. And on Cernet, that'll be his third. And out of bounds to Dowling, yeah, I believe. Only the fifth team foul, I believe, for Cedar Falls. So uh, Dowling's going to have to inbound the ball. Five fouls on Cedar Falls, four on Dowling. Timeout called by Dowling. This will be a 30-second break. We will keep it here. Alongside Mike Swain, I'm Mark Amadil. And uh, David Beltram is our studio producer. I want to thank him for being on our board at Iowa Catholic Radio as we preempt programming to bring you Boys State Basketball Tournament. 227 remaining fourth quarter. at Cedar Falls leading Dowling 62-57. I want to thank Mercy One, R&R Realty Group, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Two Rivers glass and door. Mike Swain, your thoughts here with, uh, well, look at the foul situation. Dowling has four team fouls. Cedar Falls, five. So the bonus is a foul or two away for either team right now. Dowling can afford to, Mark, be very aggressive on the defensive end because even if they foul, they've got a couple fouls to give. So I think you've got to really harass whoever has the ball, get out in passing lanes. If it's a foul, that's fine. This is a huge possession, Mark. They've got to score here, try and narrow this thing down to either a three or a two-point lead. All right, it's Riedel, Ballou, Stillwell. Along with uh, Drew Daniel and Ryan Riggs, a five on the floor for Dowling. Here's Stillwell, dribbles down the right side, puts up a shot off the glass. Good, right around Campbell, does he? That's so a great Stillwell. job. You go to your, your money man, Matt Stillwell, who can 
basically drive on anybody and finish, and that's exactly what he did. 12 points for Stillwell, 62-59. Cedar Falls by three, approaching the two-minute mark here in the fourth quarter. Cedar Falls throws the ball, and I think Relay can't. That's going to be that's going to be Dowling's ball. Right in front of Russell, inbound the ball. Riedel, I thought, had a chance to catch up with it, but it was thrown too hard out yeah. of bounds. He was going after it. That would have been great if you turned that into a layup, but now Dowling with an opportunity here to either cut this to one or tie it. How about Matt Riedel today? 14 points off the bench game. to lead Dowling. That's the bench supply you want. Here's Keel back in. Keel gets it to Drew Daniel for three. It's up good, and we're tied with a minute 50 remaining in the fourth oh, Welcome to Wells Fargo, Dowling Catholic. 62 all here with a minute 43. That is uh, Daniel's second three of the afternoon. He's got 15 points, making it his third three of the afternoon. And now a timeout called by Cedar Falls and head coach Ryan Schultz. And it'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here with a minute 35 remaining. We're tied. Dowling 62, second seed in Cedar Falls 62. They are the two-time defending champs, and the Maroons are knocking on the door, Mike. Uh, we almost saw a number one seed go down last night in 4A. Mm-hmm. Could we see the number two seed go down here this afternoon? Dowling with a great opportunity. And, Mark, I'm sure Coach O'Connor is talking about the fact that right now, with a minute 35 to go, only four team fouls. They can be very aggressive defensively. And even if they get a foul, still an opportunity. They're not putting Cedar Falls on the line. Two fouls to give is what you're saying. Dallin has two fouls to give before Cedar Falls gets the ball. And they've got to do another great job on the boards, Mark. That shot goes up, whatever happens. Got to be five black shirts blocking out and getting to the boards. Of course, Dallin wearing their road black uniforms today. Cedar Falls in their home white. Now they inbound the ball. Cedar Falls with it. Yeah, Omaha on Olendike. With it is Landon Wolf. Olin Dyke and Wolf, the two leading scorers for Cedar Falls. They've done a decent job of keeping Corbett, their lo- their big center, in-, in check this afternoon, has Dowling. With the basketball is Wolf. Tries to get inside, stolen away by Stillwell with a minute 10 remaining. So we're tied and Dowling with the basketball and a chance for the Browns to does get a lead. Dowling want to hold? And see if they can get, just get the last shot. And it looks like they are going to go into their delay game. Possession arrow favors Dowling. Yep. Can you hold it for a minute? Well, and Cedar Falls also with only five team fouls, so they can be aggressive here too. All right, here's Riggs with it between the circles. Out to Drew Daniel. Dowling with two timeouts, Mark, so. It's Stillwell, Riedel, Blue, Riggs, and Drew Daniel. Now Stillwell comes up and takes the ball away from Riggs. Got to watch the officials. They have the uh, clock on the they get five seconds. A bad pass by Riggs, stolen away. Cedar Falls down court. Layup is good by Landon Wolf. Oh, tough break for the Maroons. Wolf with the basket, his 22nd point, and a timeout Dowling. Oh, they got lazy with the basketball, Mike. And we'll keep it here. It's a 30-second break. We'll keep it here. Wolf came and double-teamed Ryan Riggs out top. And when Riggs turned to throw to that weak side, it was Cernet with the steal. Just a great play by Cedar Falls. There's Wolf and Cernet getting that steal down to Wolf for the layup. And a good effort by Riggs to try and block that, but couldn't get it. So, Mark, plenty of time here, though. Okay, 22 and a half seconds to go. But, again, if I'm Coach Schultz, they can make it tough on Dowling. Commit a foul here. Make Dowling have to take it out again. Ball's going to be inbounded on the side, right in front of us, actually. 
Our official will inbound the ball right in front of us. And I would imagine this has got to be looking at going, Matt Stillwell going to the basket here. All right, Keel has the ball in the backcourt. It's Keel, Riedel, Daniel, and the ball stolen away. Keel tried to lob it to a Drew Daniel and a whistle in the backcourt foul on Dowling. Well, With 14 seconds remaining. They and set a back screen, and Drew Daniel had his man, but unfortunately, Keel just didn't ball fake, and Sernet with a great defensive play. That's two steals for Sernet in the last 20 seconds. So Daniel commits the foul. That's Drew's third. 64-62, Cedar Falls by two, 14.5 yep. seconds remaining, and that was team foul number five. They got yep. one more to give. Dowling's going to have to foul right away. And they do, as Rita will commit the foul. He was the first one there, and that'll be his first foul, and that'll... They're going to have to do it one more time. And Cedar Falls will go in the bonus. It's, this is a 16 foul on Dowling. Next foul will send Cedar Falls to the line. And for Coach O'Connor and his coaching staff, who to let the ball be into? Who do you want to shoot the one and one Inbound the ball is Wolf. Gets it in to Cernet, and he'll go to the line for a one and one Foul on Dowling. So far on the game, Mark, Cedar Falls 10 for 12 on the day at 83%. And Cernet just stepped up to the line about a minute and a half ago and hit two of them. So They give Riedel with the foul, his second. And free throws coming for Ben Cernet, who's two for two in this contest. He has seven points. And both his free throws were hit earlier in this quarter. 64, 62, 11 and a half seconds remaining. Cedar falls by two, and Cernet eyes a bucket. First free throw up, no good! Tipped around and re- rebounded by Stillwell. Got a chance, but they got to hurry, Mark. Maroon's got to get it tied. Five seconds remaining. Here's Matt with it. Off the ball screen by Riggs. Goes down the left side. Matt in the corner, and they can't get it off. They'll wave it off. Drew Daniel was going to launch the three, and he had it in his hands. Hits the deck, and the game is over. And Cedar Falls moves on to the semifinals as they will face Ankeny. Final score, Cedar Falls 64, Dowling 62. And just like that, Mike Swain, Dowling's season has ended. Well, it was a fantastic played game, Mark. And Dowling had an opportunity there. you got to give a lot of credit to the Cedar Falls defense for making it difficult. Matt had no chance, nowhere to go, and he dribbled down to that baseline side, got it to Drew Daniel, and in the end, a block shot there on the three. I'm not even sure that Drew Daniel got it off in time anyway, Mark. Got it in his hand. And so uh, Dowling's season's going to come to an end, but a valiant effort by this Maroon team. They played so hard and had an opportunity, Mark, with a minute to go in the ball, tie game, and then... A couple turnovers, just uncharacteristic of Dowling in that second half. Not able to get it done. And that all started with about a minute 10. Dowling had the ball. The game was tied. They tried to take some time off the clock. And, a, you know, a lazy pass, if you will, that uh, caused a, uh, a, a transition basket by Landon Wolf. And for his team high, 22 points. And that's what did it. And you have to foul. And you got to score in every possession. Dowling now will be handed their uh, participation trophy here at uh, Wells Fargo Arena. But... The Maroons' season comes to an end with a record of 16-8. and eight. Dowling bows out with a loss here this afternoon. Cedar Falls 64, Dowling 62, along with Mike Swain, Mark Emmadale. And we'll move to our postgame show following these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. 
Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. And welcome back to Wells Fargo Arena here in downtown Des Moines. Final score, Cedar Falls defeats Dowling 64-62 here at the Boys State Basketball Tournament. And that secures the final spot in Class 4A for the semifinals, which are now set uh, beginning uh, tomorrow night at 6.30. It'll be Waukee and Aikney Centennial in their rematch. Waukee won the first meeting over in Waukee earlier this season in a non-division game of the CIML. And those two teams uh, will battle it out tomorrow in game one at 6.30 on Thursday night. Waukee and Ankeny Centennial. And the winner of that game will meet the winner of the game two between the Ankeny Hawks, who will take on Cedar Falls. Cedar Falls, the defending, two-time defending state champs, who uh, defeated Dowling 64-62 in game one. So it'll be Cedar Falls and Ankeny in the uh, second uh, game. As Mike Swain, my broadcast partner, has to move over to TV as the Third game of the uh, day here at Wells Fargo Arena. The teams are out on the court, so he has to get ready for his TV. He'll be joining the uh, the folks at the Iowa High School Sports Network and broadcasting that game on TV. But uh, Ankeny earlier today, an upset winner over number three seeded Iowa City West. Uh, congratulations to uh, the Ankeny Hawks. They defeated Iowa City West 68-54. And... Uh, they will meet Cedar Falls, the two-time defending champs. We'll take a look at the uh, scoring in this contest as we've got most of that uh, done. Dowling had four players in double figures this afternoon. Maroons were led by uh, Drew Daniel with 15 points. Unfortunately, Drew couldn't get the uh, final shot uh, out of his hands in the corner for the win uh, before the uh, horn sounded here at the end of regulation. And uh, Daniel finishes with 15 points. He was followed by... Matt Riedel with 14 points off the bench for Dowling. Matt Stillwell with 12 points. Ryan Riggs with 12 points. Michael Keel finishing with 5 points. And 2 points for Joe Straco. Omaha Baloo with 2 points. As the Maroons went 5 for 5 from the free throw line this afternoon here at Wells Fargo Arena. And for Cedar Falls in this contest, they were led by Landon Wolf. With 22 points, he leads the way for uh, Cedar Falls. Josh Olendike, the player of the year in the uh, Mississippi Division of the Missouri Valley Conference, he finishes with 13 points. He had two of those 13 in the second half. He had 11 of those points at halftime, held the two points by Dowling in the second half. Running out scoring, Trey Campbell for Cedar Falls with six points. Seven points for Ben Cernet. And four points for Kale Losher. 
Chase Corbett, their starting center for the uh, Cedar Falls Tigers, finishing with five points. And uh, Joe Knutson, their backup uh, center, finishing with two points. Uh, Cedar Falls finished the contest 10 of 11 at the free throw line. So pretty good free throw percentage for both teams. Dowling went five for five at the line. Cedar Falls unofficially 10 of 11. But the uh, Tigers led by Landon Wolf with 22 points and Josh Olendike with 13. Again, Dowling with four players in double figures. Led by Drew Daniels, 15 points, and Matt Riedel off the bench with 14 to lead Dowling Maroons. Close out their season with a record of 16-8. and eight. They were uh, tied for second in the C- Central Iowa Metro League Central Division with a 6-4 and four record. They actually tied with Ankeny for second place as Centennial won the conference. A matter of fact, all three of those teams here at the uh, state tournament in Class 4A. Cedar Falls improves its record to 22-2. and two. They finished 12-1 and one in the Mississippi Division of the Miss- Mississippi Valley Conference. And they have now won 10, 11 in a row. Excuse me. They've won 11 in a row, and they'll take out Ankeny tomorrow night. And they'll tip off at 6.30 here at Wells Fargo Arena. We're going to take our final break and come back. We'll recap things. want to do a lot of thank yous for our season, kind of preview our Summer sports that will be taking place here in May, June, and July here in Iowa Catholic Radio. We follow Dowling Catholic softball and baseball this summer. Joe Stacy with the call throughout the majority of those games. But uh, we'll come back and wrap things up. Again, the final. Dowling season ends at Cedar Falls, the number two seed, knocking off seven-seeded Dowling, 64-62 the final here at Wells Fargo Arena. Dowling season closes with a record of 16-8. and And I'll return with final thoughts in our final break here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. And welcome back to Wells Fargo Arena here in downtown Des Moines with the Boys State Basketball Tournament, Class 4A action, and it was Cedar Falls defeating Dowling 64-62. The Maroons had it tied in the final minute, and a turnover and free throws by Cedar Falls as the two-time defending Cedar Falls Tigers move into the semifinals tomorrow night, and they will take on Ankeny. Ankeny Hawks, a winner earlier today. And that game will tip off at 8.30 or at 8.15 tomorrow night. Uh, the other semifinal has Ankeny taking on Waukee. And that game will get underway at 6.30 here at Wells Fargo Arena. And I want to thank uh, my broadcast partner, Mike Swain. He had to move over to the TV side as he has the uh, next game going on here as the uh, semifinals begin for the small schools 
uh, as they are warming up right now. And I can't uh, say enough about our thanks to our sponsors all throughout the year. To me and Sons, located at 1501 Southeast 1st Street, our thanks to Mario, Joe, Louie, and Joe Jr. Uh, for their support, not only during football, but also during basketball season, 515-282-7976. You can order takeout. You can also order online at tomeandsons.net. They're located at 1501 Southeast 1st Street, just south of Principal Park, where the Iowa Cubs play, uh, just south of downtown Des Moines. Our thanks for the, to them for their support. Our thanks also to Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, and Kemen. Appreciate the support of uh, R&R Realty Group, Two Rivers Glass and Door, Mercy One, and our thanks to Gene Wells and the folks at the Catholic Tuition Organization for all their support throughout the football and basketball season. Uh, unfortunately, with Dowling's final game, that'll be our final broadcast of the basketball season. A reminder that uh, baseball and softball will be broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio this summer. Joe Stacy with the call for those games. If I'm open, I'll be joining him. And the season begins in late May and runs through June and July. So Joe and Joe, Joe for the uh, call here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The, the season summer schedule will be posted online at iowacatholicradio.com under Dowling Catholic Sports tab. So be mindful of that. And that schedule will probably be put up here uh, sometime during spring break here in the next week or so. Our thanks also to the folks at Dowling, Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, athletic director and head football coach uh, Tom Wilson. Our thanks to the folks in the athletic office, Mary Pick, who does a tremendous job coordinating all the events. She and Michael Connor, the uh, who doubles as the assistant athletic director. Our, my thanks to them and our thanks to them for what they provide in helping us with our broadcast. Father Ryan Andrew, the Dowling uh, chaplain, we appreciate his prayers before each and every game. Our thanks to him for uh, taking time out and all the folks at Dowling. And a reminder, uh, folks, if you don't have your uh, ticket to the Dowling bash on Buffalo Road, which uh, begins here, uh, next month on uh, Saturday, August 18th, you can go online at dowlingcatholic.org. You can order your tickets. Uh, tickets are on sale right now for $50 a piece. And after uh, this Friday, they go on sale for $60 a piece. And it'll be emceed. The event will be emceed by uh, Channel 13 sports reporter and Dowling grad John Sears, Mr. Soundoff. He'll be the MC this year. The dinner begins at 6 o'clock. Or doors open at 6 o'clock, excuse me, and dinner served at 7.30. That's Saturday, April 18th, the Bash on Buffalo Road, and there'll be a sit-down dinner before this year's auction. Of course, a um, number of auction items available. You can go to dowlingcatholic.org to look at some of those, including Notre Dame football ticket package, trips to St. Croix and Cuba, and uh, different kinds of artwork and more. They'll also have a 50-50 uh, ticket uh, to be drawn along with uh, – a heads or tail game with uh, two prizes. So, again, go to DowlingCatholic.org and reserve your tickets for the Bash on Buffalo Road, the Dowling Auction, on Saturday, April 18th. I'll be there. I hope you are, too. Uh, our thanks also to the folks at Iowa Catholic Radio. Tony Calumet, our outstanding executive director, along with uh, Jimmy Olson, Deacon Donnie Valdez behind the scenes, Mike Downer, our sales guy, uh, Brian Sweeney, who does so much to uh, keep things afloat, and, our student producers all season long, Jeff Piggott, David Beltram, Brady Grimm, appreciate all their work, including David Beltram, who had the afternoon shift today. Thank you for that. And uh, our business underwriters and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, thanks to all of them in our 43rd year of broadcasting Dowling Catholic Sports. And, of course, uh, down here at Wells Fargo Arena, our thanks to our host, the Iowa High School Athletic Association, Tom Keating, the executive director, Chris Cuellar, who handles the media relations, and all the folks behind the scenes. And uh, our next broadcast will be high school baseball and softball this summer, so 
Uh, log on to iowacatholicradio.com, and the broadcast schedule will be up probably in the next week. The final score for the final time this afternoon, it was Cedar Falls defeating Dowling Catholic 64-62 in the boys' state basketball team. Boys State basketball game, excuse me. Maroons close out their season with a record of 16 and 8, and Cedar Falls moves on to the semifinals with a record of 22 and 2, and they will face Ankeny tomorrow night at 8:15. In game one of the in the other semifinal, it'll be Waukee taking on Ankeny Centennial, and they'll tip off at 6:30 tomorrow night right here at Wells Fargo Arena. For my broadcast partner, Mike Swain, and we want to thank uh, Steve Devenny on the girls' games, along with Kevin O'Hare, Gary Steenblock, Jimmy Cataldo, Gary Birdwell, for all the work as they had to endure me throughout the season. Thanks for stepping up as we try to cover close to, uh, well, over 40 games here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We appreciate all those guys for stepping up. And we want to thank everybody else for in- tuning in on 1150 AM, 88.5 and 94.5 FM. As we stream online at iowacatholicradio.com, you can also receive and listen to programming through your iPhone and just download the free Iowa Catholic Radio app at the App Store. That'll wrap up our broadcast. For my uh, broadcast partner, Mike Swain, for our studio producer, David Beltram, and everybody involved with our broadcast all season long, this is Mark Amadale saying good afternoon from Wells Fargo Arena here at the Boys State Basketball Tournament. Again, the final, Cedar Falls defeating Dowling 64-62. Have a blessed and safe field afternoon. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School basketball is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, and Timmy and Sons. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, streaming at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.